Blog Talk Radio. by countyproperties.net, local real estate company in San Diego. I am the broker owner, so we will take care of you and your family as if you are our own friends and family. And um, so I'll be the host for now until we have a guest, and then Stephen will take over as host um, if if it's just me. If uh, some of the guests will be here shortly. Um, so I'll be the host for now. And Stephen, you in wearing two hats, how are you today? Hey, excellent. Hopefully everybody out there is uh, a good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are right there. So we have a good show planned right there. Hopefully the guests will show up and we'll have a great discussion as usual. Okay, great. So today's topic on the show um, is living in the eye of the storm. Uh, regarding cancer, uh, and we're going to be talking about share, sharing how to obtain peace and harmony while living through treatments or being in remission. Uh, each one has its own challenges, and um, if you want to join us, you're welcome to call in, ask questions, or listen, 347-215-8709. The show is recorded, so you could always play it back at your convenience and you could find it on the internet through Arnie Levine Facebook page uh, or blog talk radio and search uh, cancer answer topics uh, by yours truly. Uh, so um, with starting with the show, Stephen, a um, little <clears throat> snippet for anybody that's new to the show. Uh, I'm a 25 year cancer survivor non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, and I've relapsed three times. Last relapse was about a year and a half ago, and prior to that, it was seven years. Prior to that, it was five years. Prior to that, it was five years. In the year 2000, was stage four, heading out the door to the upstairs uh, paradise, and I had a different calling to stay here, so here I am. The fact that I'm here today with non-Hodgkin's, as of today, incurable, it just goes into remission, comes back, is a miracle in itself. So I'm saying that to give hope for those that listen. There's no guarantees because thanks to the creator, as I said before, I'm here. Not everybody gets to uh, survive that long. So if you've lost loved ones, I have compassion for that. Um, And so I am using this time as very valuable time. Every day I wake up. I know I have a purpose here today. So we're going to be talking, it's going to be an interesting show. We're going to be talking, uh, instead of just pure physical nuts and bolts about um, daily living, 
uh, as we said, you're either one of two places. You're in remission or you're going through treatments or you're a family member uh, participating. So you're either related, related to those two areas if you're going through it or you're going through it within your family or friends. And that's what I wanted to cover today. So, um, Stephen, you've been a longtime <clears throat> um, a friend and support uh, for, was I think it's almost six years now. And uh, so there's a lot of things you've seen a lot of in the last six years. You've seen challenges with that. And as a friend, um, what do you see as the thing that is able to bring, again, the part of peace and harmony, either from your, your participant as a friend to a survivor, me, or, uh, or the, what you see that I would do uh, being able to um, initiate or enable um, having peace and harmony? You know, one of the, one of the greatest things that another person can do for another person is give them support. And that support is a positive one. And so we're always looking to be able to enhance that positiveness around the person who's suffering. So when I first met Arnie, when I saw him, he was suffering. <laughs> and so I reached out to him right there to give him uh, that support that I could in a, uh, in a positive way right there. And that usually has to do with the spiritual essence right there. Is that's really where you're really dealing with right there when the whole world is crashing around you right there and the body's not working right, but your soul inside of you, that particular essence right there wants to live and wants to live at all costs right there. And it goes in search uh, with the broken body. Uh, the soul is looking for other souls to be able to help them recover in the spiritual sense right there. So the body is not degrading. So we don't want the body to continually degrade. We want to try to even the keel so it's not dropping, but maintaining a level and maybe to ascend in a healthier way right there. And that's what the soul can do. That's the consciousness. That's the hope. That's the faith. All these particular things right there. And you are one of those uh, uh, wellness people that care about a particular person right there. You want to support them. And you, they're going to go through all kinds of particular things as Arnie went through his six years of trials and tribulations. And I was with him there and I watched him right there and how he worked here and worked there to try to always pull himself out of the pit right there to try to live another day, live another day right there and be able to fight each one of these obstacles that were brought forward to him through his, his illness that he was going through right there. And I tell you, it was quite a journey. It's not just him going through the journey, but me as his friend and support group right there is to be able to, live along with them uh, right there and provide them with that support right there. Not have pity on them, but to help them build the strength that's within them right there to continue on. And no matter how bad, the, uh, how bad the, the suffering is and the obstacles are right there, there's always another day, another day to be able to stand upright and to be able to challenge those, the way, how the body is, is behaving in this a normal way right there with the diseases and stuff like that. No matter whatever the disease is. 
the thing is, is that having a good friend around there will listen to you. And it's, it's a twofold thing. The one that's giving, a caregiver right there is listening to you. Or the one that's suffering when they're going through this particular pain and anguish and giving up and all that stuff like that. There's really, if you're a third person and you see these two people working, one is trying to help and the other one is suffering. This is just part of the support group right there. And you can become part of that support group by supporting that particular person and listening to them. When they, Yeah, they're going through all kinds of pain and suffering and hell and all this stuff right there. You know, they're not looking for a pat on the back right there. They just want somebody that are to be able to listen to them and help them support support them as they go through this uh, ritual of pain and joy and suffering and all this particular thing where the body is just anguished, anguished right there. But they really need somebody to be able to be helpful right there and be able to listen to them and add support when they can right there. And this is what we all try to do to those people, family members, uh, friends, and everything like that. We have to step out of our our framework right there to be able to provide those benefits, those positive things right there. When they are down in the dumps, we try to bring them up out of the dump right there. And we try to make it a special occasion every day right there for them to be able to recover. Because there's always hope right there. And that's kind of cutting to the chase right here. So here I've been friends with Arnie for six six years. and And now he's starting out a new career. And that's very special. And he'll probably talk about that uh, later on right there. But for somebody to go through what he went through and say, okay, now I'm fighting all this. And I'm still alive. I'm going to start another career. And then you've got to be bold right there. You've got to have some, as we say, some tough bark, some tough bark to be able to do that right there. And this is what the soul, the consciousness can do right there. It can fight through all these things right there. And uh, bring itself up right there and start a new journey. When the journey is looking like it's ending, there is no end until you want it to end. So you want to continually fight it all along the way right there and to be able to recover from the nemesis of illness and try to bring wellness and peace into your life right there. So that's what uh, Arnie's been doing through the years that I've known him. And this is the support we give everybody. And those are people that care about other people right there. We support them. And we don't tell them that uh, you're going to get well or anything like that. We don't know if they're going to get well. We leave that in the realm of the spiritual creator. The creator will see that a person is really fighting to live in this world and to recover from the illness right there. And you cannot give up. And this is what the soul is trying to say to the body. It says, you know, never give up. Never give up. Keep fighting. You will be able to overcome it right there. And even if you don't overcome it right there, the thing is that you put up one hell of a fight. And this is your friends, those support groups around you that help them do that. You said something very important that is, a, you know, a part, the main purpose of the topic. And the question, I'm going to answer the question uh, because the question is part of the answer, is about uh, being able to maintain peace and harmony when you're in the eye of the storm. And the eye of the storm, when you have cancer one time, if it's curable, you're still going to wait for the shoe to drop. Because if it's curable and you're done, you know that it's possible 
that it could come back again, even if the doctors say it's curable, uh, or you could get another type of cancer. Once you go through it, you're always waiting for the shoe to drop. In, in my case, uh, with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, uh, there, there's no cure as of this date. And the thing that you brought up that a lot of survivors, uh, when they talk and how they behave around their friends and family, is is we prepare when you have when you're in the category of no no cure, you're in remission. It, there is a storm of fear uh, and concern. So how do we have peace and harmony when there's fear and concerns? There's a difference between fear and concern. So let me break that down. Uh, part of the, the fear is the fear of the unknown, not having control. When is it going to come back? If, I, if my doctor used to say, Dr. Kosman, who was the first doctor, great oncologist who retired, uh, he used to say, you know, as soon as you stub your toe, bump in the night, the next day you're worried like, you know, uh, why am I not healing fast enough? So it's like when you get little things, it could be that. And the could it could be, and what if, is, is a very powerful thought that we, we have. So the key is is how do we have peace when we have the what ifs? And the what ifs could take over. Uh, so the, that's where we're bringing in today is there's two parts. There's one part is living in the physical world of fear, and we're going to switch fear into concerns. So when we have fear and adrenaline within our system, the biological function is is if something is affecting our survival physically, uh, then that becomes a concern. So the thought, that it's very important how we make distinctions. The thought of concern is really what the fear is coming from. So when our body is having fear and our thoughts are having fear, that's healthy. It's your body is doing what it's supposed to do. The unhealthy part is how we handle that on a psych- psychological level and more important on the spiritual level because the, the physical part is, has animal nature in it. Uh, the psychological part is above typical animals because we have free will, we can make discernments. But what's even more important than that is the spiritual part of that. And even if you don't believe in the creator and you're an atheist, you're still involved with the psychic spiritual part of your own being. So um, get, and if you do, then there's more power in understanding the, the spiritual part. The main thing is, is the, the peace and harmony could happen no matter what's going on in your life. And the true asset test and the biggest gift I've gotten was this gift of being on the show and, having people that I've talked to that I've empowered in some way or another, because like I said before, every day that I'm, I'm awake is a blessing. I am not on my time. I am on the creator's time and every day makes a difference. Every interaction I have makes a difference. Uh, my new career, uh, my added career because County properties is, is thriving good. And I've added on an insurance career and 
how I interact with a challenge like that, uh, and I'm 66 years old, so to be able to take on a career like that, it takes a certain amount of confidence for most people. But the truth is, I don't have that confidence. I have a compromised uh, nervous system. I have a compromised physical system. But my results I'm able to produce that are unreasonable comes from a spiritual level. It's called faith above reason. It brings me to a consciousness, and most others that do this too, is what we don't get reasonable. And what that means is we don't get reasonable is, yes, if you walk across the street, <clears throat> excuse me, and the light is red, <clears throat> you're going to get hit by a car and killed. But being unreasonable is, is you don't buy into the finite uh, challenges. You go beyond that and you find a new way of possibilities and the, and the, the resource for reaching those possibilities is going beyond yourself to a higher self, to a spiritual consciousness. And that's what I wanted to focus on the show. Because you've got to show up at your doctor appointments. You've got to do those things. Now, you could choose not to do it, and it's like crossing the street with the red light. If you do that and you optimize your physical health with the physical tools that are available and use discrimination for picking your own therapy and making sure you have the right doctor. And don't say yes to everything unless you could validate it because it could cost you your life. That needs to happen. And if it doesn't happen, then you get sick and you pass away or you just naturally get healthier. So what we want to do is we want to be able to move forward because the worst thing to do is to be stuck in your life. And that's long-time suffering. Short-term suffering is putting some effort in, dealing with the stress, but producing a result that makes a higher quality of life. And that's the important thing. Stephen, on that part, did you want to contribute some on the spiritual level? You know, on the spiritual thing, as we always say, the, the, the consciousness, which is the spiritual part of you, like the, it, it's, it's contained in a body, a physical body. And the physical body... Uh, can morph into diseases and stuff like that. But really, the body is going to automatic, it's going to do that with the disease. But the thing is, a spiritual person right there, that, that consciousness right there that wants to have faith and survival, wants to have hope and stuff like that, that's where the true strength comes in. As we well know, the mind, if the mind wants to die, it can die. And we'll take the body with it right there. That's how powerful the mind is. So we always want to exercise the mind, or which is the spiritual nature of you, and we're all spiritual right there, because we all want to live. And so in this aspect of trying to live right there, living with a disease right there, we have to be able to challenge the body and say that we can heal, we can heal, we, we can, you can be successful. And the thing is, is that with that strength that you have within you to want to live at all costs, and not just put all your faith in a doctor, but you have to also contribute that you want to live. It's like a, a placebo effect, okay? The placebo is that you have faith that you will live and you will do everything that you can to be able to live. That's your spiritual nature right there. And that's really what you want. to. You want to have that positive aspect, no matter how bad it looks. You always want to say that 
you're going to live. You're going to live like that. And it's always well, better to say that, say that I'm going to live. It's better than saying I'm going to die. So you have this that's, the two lefts, right? That, that's, that's true. Uh, and the other important thing, basically, on that conversation is, you know, when you have something that you know, quote, unquote, is incurable, you have to accept that part of the, <clears throat> the reality. And then you have a duality of another reality, which is the infinite possibilities of tapping into the source of the creator could make anything possible. And it, it, it goes beyond reason. I mean, it's, it goes beyond reason what I've gotten well, through in 20 yeah, years. That, that's a divine intervention right there. When we pray, when we, have, we pray to our creator right there that he re- do the repair. Now, remember, the body's on loan to you in a spiritual sense. Okay, so the thing is, the creator has control of that particular body right there. And with your faith right there and your prayers, that you will live and stuff like that. That's the power of faith right there. You have to be able to have an understanding is that that power can re-bring you back to life again like it did you. Okay, and I saw that in you. You were giving up right there, and then all of a sudden you started like, a, hey, give me another day, give me another day, give me another day. And that was your that's, those are your prayers. You're actually actually doing a prayer that I want to live another day. And the heavenly oh, they, court they, receives they, that right there. Yeah. To to add a caveat though, and this is an important thing, is the idea of self serving left me twenty years ago when this started. Uh I knew that I had less than two weeks uh left in me. I already experienced one foot in the spiritual world, and I wanted to stay there. Uh, it was easy <laughs> to go, but to stay and for the creator to 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 have me stay, it was a different agenda. Now, instead of serving myself, that I want to live, because at that point, I was so tired, I didn't want to live. You know, everybody says, oh, I want to live. Yeah, you do want the last breath, and you don't want that, but I was beyond my last breaths. And it is easy to let go of this world. But the opportunity to to be here and to have health, it was too, it was much bigger than me. It was the creator size package, so to speak, supersized. And I knew that I had to take this gift and, and, and make and use it for what its purpose was. And that's the gift that all of us have. We just don't see it until we're up against a big challenge like this. And and that's when our heart opens up for more possibilities. That's when we say, please, and you know, help me. And we're going to the creator for this kind of help. And when we ask, that power gets delivered right away. The problem that comes up for a lot of people is they have free will. And I think most people understand they have free will. They just don't know that they could use it which means they act as if they don't have free will. And when you take action, that's when things shift. And that's when you started getting strength that you haven't had before. That strength, when you're serving a higher cause than yourself, when you serve the creator at a level, it's like, okay, so my, you know, my life was good, but now my life has a higher purpose. What can I do with that? And it doesn't matter what you do. It's more that you're following that intention of serving 
the creator, something higher that is good that does good. When you do that, then you're able to accomplish anything. And then you get unreasonable because anything is possible with the creator, but with us, we could limit ourselves where we have very little options and very little possibilities. So that free will gets empowered. If you don't use it, then you lose it. You just become a victim of circumstances as you go through life and you pay attention to your body and you're saying, I'm my body or I'm not my body. I have a body that has pain and has symptoms. And how do I get it to perform better? How do I stay healthier? How could I enjoy life? Because that's what the creator wants us to do. Not to serve where we're giving everything away and we have nothing left, but to be able to come from abundance Oh, go ahead, well, that's what a, when a doctor comes in, he prophesizes that you're going to die. <laughs> well, the Torah also tells that we all <laughs> turn back to, from dust to dust. Okay. We're all going to die. But the thing is, when? Okay. This is most important right there. You know, I, I, I know we have to trust in doctors and stuff like that. And the thing is, is that, you know, nobody wants to be told them they're going to be, they're going to die. Okay. And the thing is, is that you have an illness and stuff like that. And they're, they're going to tell you you're going to die. Well, we all die, and this is what a lot of people do. When they, they get older, it says, everybody dies sometime, okay? The thing, matter of when, okay? You can say that I can live right there, but it's also considered a quality of life issue also, okay? That quality of life is that if you're in bed being artificially kept alive right there, that's not life. That's basically you're dead. And sometimes this is one we say we put in our will right there and say, hey, don't don't try to keep me alive and stuff like that. I don't want to have the pain and the suffering. And there's another part of it. There's another part of this uh, thing that has to be looked into at the end time right there is that, you know, we all die at some time. But the suffering that we go through, you know, it's not natural to be uh, artificially kept alive right there because the parent, you know, People want you to live, and you're you're basically a husk. There's nothing left of you right there. The cancer is completely. And I know a person that that self terminated because they had cancer in the face right there, and they were they didn't want it. They didn't want to live. And they says, "Well, we can put you on medication and all this stuff, uh, uh, you know, but it's it's going to be painful right there, and you'll be on drugs most of the rest of your life." And that person said, and I said, "No, you know, I I don't want to go through that right there." And he's self-terminated right there. Okay. There's a choice point. There there is a point where you have to make those distinctions. And if the creator wanted us to be around forever, we would be designed that way. It's it's designed for us to have these realities and to go when it's time to go. Mm -hmm. It is tough to know when it is time to go, but you will know, and you should have that right to be able to, to do that. And that's important. It gives us, it gives us the breathing room to swing through the fences. And when enough is enough, it's enough. But the other part of that is, is we can go beyond our limits and being able to go beyond the limits is having faith above reason and not being your body the body doesn't have you you have a body and that's the way it works but if you get caught up in the illusion then you miss out on opportunities to be able to live your life and i've said this before i will i wouldn't change a moment in my life to this point 
including the health, the good and the bad, because everything that we have in our life is good. We just have different degrees of what's really, really good. And then we have degrees of, well, it's not so good, but it's all good because everything comes from the creator and everything has its purpose. When our mother, you know, spanks us on the butt because we're about to run into traffic and cause that pain, is that good pain or bad pain? You know, it's good pain because she is trying to save you. She's good. That does good. Or your father. And it's the same thing. So when we just interpret things not going our way as bad. All that is, there are restrictions. And the nice thing when you want to join us for Kabbalah is you will learn. You'll still have those problems, but you won't get stuck on them. You'll be able to move through them faster because you understand how reality works from the physical to the spiritual. And yeah, there, that's been our time. A, <laughs> we only have a couple saying, of seconds, Stephen. <laughs> yeah, there is a saying, he giveth, he taketh away. Okay, that that's really the bottom line. Yeah. And now that our time is up, we taketh away the time. But the good news is <laughs> you could join us for our Kabbalah class in uh, 1902 Vacation Road uh, in the Paradise Resort. And the show is sponsored by countyproperties.net. We'll meet on Monday at 7 p.m. Paradise Resort in San Diego. And we will be talking about life and death. (laughs) Yep. And you're welcome to join us on the next show or replay this one. Thank you very much. All right. All right. Have a good day.